It's a great day to be Wisconsin proud. Welcome to Country Connection. I'm your host, Libby Collins. Are young people our hope for the future? Well, if our guests today are any indication, we have a very bright future indeed. Joining us today are Kayla Chambers. She's from Mesmer High School. Also with us is Akbar Khan Feroz Khan. He's from Pulaski High School, and he's also a college possible student, and we're going to tell you a little bit about that. And joining them, it's Jim Temmer, who's the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau Serving Wisconsin. And Jim, let's first of all tell us why you've brought these young people here today. You bet. My pleasure. And it was wonderful to bring these kids here today. They are two of our 10 Student of Integrity scholarship winners this year. Each of them are receiving a $2,500 scholarship to attend a Wisconsin college, either a two-year or four-year school. Um, our business leaders, our contributors think it's very important to keep qualified, talented, integrity-filled, honest people in Wisconsin. So that's how we support this scholarship. So tell us a little bit about the Students of Integrity Scholarship Program. You bet. You know, we're all familiar with scholarships. You have to have a certain GPA or uh, ACT scores, whatever it is. But ours is a little different in that what we really stress is integrity. Um, your principle, your genuine, the, your values that you hold. We put a great deal of weight on the individual essays that the students write about their integrity and the letters of recommendation that come from teachers, counselors, students, I mean, I'm sorry, coaches, whoever else it is. And then, you know, they do have to have a certain GPA and things like that. But we really, really look at values. You know, the BBB is a value-driven organization, and we're looking for students that have high character. And boy, oh, boy, did we find them. Now, how many applicants did you have this year, Jim? Well, we had over 800 total applicants. The people that actually completed it all and, and got all the information to it was over 500. So we had to get 500 applications down to 10 winners. And, you know, once we hit 50, any of these individuals were outstanding. And then you're just kind of trying to find really the cream of the crop, um, the outstanding people. And again, I think we did. We have two of them here. There are eight that will also be present when we give the scholarships out at our Torch Awards coming up in May. But um, it's really heartening to see all of these wonderful submissions that we get from kids all across the state. Well, let's meet two of the students. One is Kayla Chambers, as we said before. She's from Mesmer High School, along with Akbar Khan Feroz Khan, who's from Pulaski High School. And first of all, congratulations to both of you. Now, Kayla, how did you first hear about the Students of Integrity Scholarship? I initially heard about it through my counselor at school. And what did, she, what did your counselor tell you? Um, she didn't tell me anything directly, but she just told me that there was a list of scholarships found on our website and to apply. And what did you find interesting about this scholarship? I found it interesting that they held integrity to a high standard. And I knew that I display integrity, so I'm like, this is right up my alley. <laughs> All right, what does integrity mean to you, Kayla? Integrity means to be sincere no matter who's looking, to be honest no matter the situation no matter if it's just you by yourself or if you're around a group of people you're 100 percent the same at all times and Feroz Khan how did you hear about the scholarship um I heard about the scholarship from my college possible coach I was improving my GPA my GPA was a little bit low now I know in the in the essay you you presented you wrote about something personal that happened to you Feroz Khan can you share yeah. that with us yeah my first first semester on ninth grade I was really um, bad students. I was like skipping class, 
don't go to class not doing any work and my second semester i was a little bit focusing on my study and a tool on the study until my uh, 11th grade i see my gpa is improving so i see many students are doing going to college possible so i decided to join the college possible what is college possible they helping a lot of students to go college and and application fill out applications and applying scholarship everything their your personal information and they helping all the so you took yourself from what a lot of people maybe would have considered to be not such a great student not to someone who just improved your grades but also entered into a program where you intend to go to college and graduate and have a career yeah um my career is a business i would like to you'd like to go into business yeah now, Kayla, I'm going to turn back to you. What was the what was it in your particular application in your essay? What did you write about? What 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 touched you as far as something that you did that really spelled integrity? So I'm part of a group called Serve to Unite. This will be my third year as part of part of this organization. And this, in this organization, each year we try to um, come up with a problem or an issue within our community that we want to resolve. So the year last year. Our, um, the issue that we had was like discrimination and people being shunned, specifically veterans and people who practice the um, Islamic faith. And so in our attempts to bridge the gap between Islamic pe- people of the Islamic faith and veterans, we wanted to make them feel part of the community again because ar- around this time there was a lot of shootings from people of this, the Islamic faith. So people of that faith were getting a bad reputation in our community. But our efforts was to try to like undo that bad reputation. So in our efforts for the vet, for the um, Muslims, we wanted to visit a mosque. So we went to go visit a mosque and we just spoke with him. We, we, in that speaking, we found out how similar we were. How, what, what, did, what sort of things did you talk about with We that? talked about, like, we asked them, how do you think we can get rid of this discrimination in, in, in being shunned? How can we undo that? We talked about that, and we just, like, basically invited them to our school, to our fine arts night, to, to allow them, like, to know that they are part of our community. That was our effort for the um, Muslims. And then for the veterans, we visited a... Um, Veterans Outreach of Wisconsin and Racine, Wisconsin. We visited there. We viewed the tiny homes that were being built for homeless veterans. We helped build with that, and we also invited them to our fine arts night at our school. And by any chance, did you bring the veterans together with some members of the Muslim community while you were there at the fine arts night? Absolutely. Actually, we had this community art project that we all took part in. It was um, a painting that we all put our fingerprints on. Everyone who came out were, was able to take part in this project. And after everyone put their fingerprints on it, we gave it to the um, to the veterans, like as like an art piece, basically. So like they'll always remember they're part of our community. All of our handprints on that art piece will be a reminder that they are part of our community. Now, Kayla, I know you plan to go to UWM. Yes. Any idea what you want to pursue as a career? I'm not 100% sure what I want to pursue yet, but I know I'm almost certain that I will be doing some type of social work. Not sure yet, though. 
Well, and, and again, we are here with Kayla Chambers. She is from Mesmer High School, also Akbar Khan Taroz Khan, who is from Pulaski High School. He's also a college possible student, and they are both being awarded the Students of Integrity Scholarship from the Better Business Bureau. And by the way, if you're just tuning in and you want to catch up on the conversation you missed, go to kticountry.com, click on the Features tab, and you'll find this and past Country Connection interviews. And I have to go back to... Uh, Jim Temmer, who is the president and CEO of the BBB, as we meet Kayla, as we meet Feroz Khan, obviously these are kids who stand out, not just in their high schools. What was it about these two? Well, what we did, Libby, is we um, had a panel of, we'll say, experts. They were college admissions people. They were high school guidance counselors. So the staff and people related to the BBB got it down to about 20 to 25 finalists. And then we handed it over really to the experts. So we would have no sense of, um, you know, we had to be full of ethics as well, right? We sure. talk about ethics you all the time. You had to have integrity, right. Jim. Right, I had to have integrity. You know, you know, my son isn't up here right now, so he could have been. But um, what we did is we gave it to these people, and they looked right at community, at integrity. And we, I'll tell you, many high school students, and not that there's anything wrong with this, but probably half of our entrants talked about, Drinking or cheating. Two things very common in high school, right? Uh, about people who maybe they turn someone in for drinking, I mean, very, but, or a teammate. But we were looking at things that touched people's hearts. And when you have a choice to make, and what is that choice based on? And what is your integrity? So at the follow through, not just I should have done something, I should have followed the rules, I followed the rules. You know, that's great. And that does show integrity. But when you have real, uh, struggle and things that you have to overcome in your own life and that displays character and the character shines through during tough times and again you only had 10 right you could you could select I, just you and the rest of the panel you must have been staying awake at night trying to figure out which which kids should we give this award to that's right and i'll tell you if anyone out there wants to make our job easier next year we rely on contributions for this scholarship uh, we gave out $25,000 for the scholarships this year, ten, you know, $2,500 scholarships. So if we receive more money, we will turn that around and give out more scholarships next year. So you can go to bbb.org, look us up in Milwaukee. Um, we give out every single dime that we raise. We have a foundation, so your contributions are tax deductible. And it's an amazing program. Again, there are a lot of scholarship programs out there. This is the only one that I really know where character and integrity are stressed. And by the way, if you want that information about the scholarships and directly to your phone, text the keyword connection to 414-799-9494. And without the support of your donors, these scholarships wouldn't occur. That's right, because we don't, we don't have that kind of money ourselves. But we rely on our donors and the proceeds from our Torch Award luncheon to pay for these scholarships. And again, they were from students all over the state of Wisconsin. Well, I, I want to ask you a little bit about the Torch Awards. Um, who are this year's recipients? Well, I can tell you we've got several of them. in uh, Going from Kersner Remodeling and Construction in our category from 1 to 10 employees to Badger Basement Services for 11 to 50 employees, uh, Partnership Bank out of Cedarburg for 51 to 500 employees, as well as Tundraland Home Improvements. And Category 4, which is the large employers, it's West Bend Mutual Insurance Company. 
And our nonprofit winner was Educational Credential Evaluators. And these places also are judged, just like our scholarship winners are. We take all the applications for the Torch Awards, and judges look through them. And it's almost like golfing, where you have par and you want to get under par. We say these businesses don't compete against each other. They're competing against an ethical standard. So we say this is where a business, to be awarded a Torch Award, you should be at a certain level. And all of these businesses exceeded that high level that we set. Now, can anyone submit an application for a torch award? You bet. Any business at all, uh, from one employee to 100,000 employees, uh, can apply for that. Now, our torch awards for the next year don't open till the end of May. But if you go to our website, you can find all the application materials. Uh, we also have a Spark Award for entrepreneurs with less than five years in the field that's a little less uh, cumbersome, we'll say, than our torch awards are. But part of this is a self-study of your own ethics and your own integrity. So as a business goes through here, they might say, wow, this takes a lot of time. There's a lot of work to do here. But really, it helps that business identify areas of concern that they may have. Now, I understand you're going to have the Torch Awards for Ethics Luncheon, where I assume these awards are going to be given right. out. They give these awards out, and we give the scholarships. All of the uh, students are asked to come that day. And because what we do is we promote high ethical standards from the classroom all the way to the boardroom. You said that you would love to give more awards to students like like Kayla and Theros Khan, but um, you know there's only so much money out there. What would you like businesses and potential donors to know about why they should want to contribute to scholarships uh, for young people like like these? Well, again, what sets our scholarship apart is the emphasis on character and integrity um, and the fact that these people have to be going to a school in Wisconsin. We, I mean, they're great kids who go to schools outside of Wisconsin, but we are the Wisconsin Better Business Bureau. Our members are from the state of Wisconsin, and we are trying to promote high ethical standards so these students stay here. And then when they start businesses or they go to work for somebody else, they can bring that, those standards and that integrity with them into the workplace, into the marketplace. And at that point, all of Wisconsin, all of our communities will be better. So the more students we can get into college and get out of college and become professionals, the better we all are. I want to ask you, uh, Feroz Khan, you said that you weren't a good student till about ninth, you know, halfway through ninth grade or so. Before that, what did you think in terms of what your plans for your life were? Did you think you'd eventually go to college, or did you think about what you wanted to do after you got out of school? Um, this is a little bit difficult questions. Um, I was, I have uh, many friends. They was a uh, really good friends, and I didn't see a lot of friends that they go to school and going to college. But I meet one of my friends are they going to college and they join the college possible. So I meet with them before my junior years. So I tell and I ask what is the college possible stand for and what is this is and they told me you need to if you want to go go to college, you need to go join the college possible and you're gonna get everything what you need. So I try I tell myself to challenge myself going to college so I try my best and College possible in school. And and, how, and what do your parents think of that? Um, my parents are really proud of me. Um, I'm the only son who going to finish my high school and going to college. I have my older sister. She was uh, older, but she already married. So I'm the only son left. So my mom really proud of me.
Yeah, I'm sure they are. And Kayla, I know your parents must be really proud of you as well. Yes, very proud. We were very, very ecstatic when we found out that I actually received the scholarship. And so you're getting ready now. Graduation's right right now. Next you, month. You, either of you have plans for the summer? Are you going to be working, taking additional uh, courses? Um, I have to go summer bridge pro, um, program. I have to attend uh, classes. Which will UWM. help you to prepare yeah. for college. Yeah, as like a regular student in UWM. And what about you? Um, I plan on working this summer to like um, prepare to go to college. Well, I think both of you have great futures ahead of you. I want to congratulate you both again. And don't let this be the end with the college of in with the uh, scholarship uh, from the Better Business Bureau. Let this be the beginning of so much more in your future. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And Jim, any last words? Um, I plan on working this summer too, Libby. <laughs> <laughs> and but not preparing for college, but preparing to again help out Wisconsin's businesses and consumers um, find each other in an ethical marketplace. And of course, if there are students right now, juniors, that's right, who want to get a scholarship for next year, when does that open as far as the application process? That's probably going to be over the summer. It might be after June. Again, go to BBB dot org and you can search for it or if you do a google search for wisconsin bbb student of integrity and we're going to have links at kticountry.com just click on the features tab look for connections and share this interview with family and friends you can tell it's officially the beginning of summer in milwaukee when the first festival of the year opens the Summerfest grounds this year, the 31st annual Pride Fest takes place on the Summerfest grounds. Joining us today is Jorna Taylor. She is the Vice President of Development. She's also on the board for Milwaukee Pride. Jorna, great to have you here. So great to be here. Thanks so much. Now, how did Pride Fest get started in Milwaukee? Well, over 30 years ago, as you mentioned, Pride Fest was actually just a little celebration that took place in a local park in Milwaukee. And it was a a love child, essentially, of folks that had been facing fierce opposition for many years as openly and closeted LGBTQ members of the greater Milwaukee community. And so they decided to come together and show their pride. And what started as a little celebration in a park is now a 35,000 person event on the Summerfest grounds. Now, how has it changed in 31 years? Oh. Being in a little park to these huge Summerfest grounds with multiple stages and food vendors and, and all kinds of fun things going on. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, it is still a community celebration, and that is what we are the most proud of, that we get the opportunity to showcase all of the tremendous work, the history, and a celebration of of who we are through a music, arts, spoken word, and let's be honest, eating festival on the <laughs> Summerfest grounds. We now have, oh boy, eight or nine different stages that host a variety of talent from top name, like the B-52s are coming this year. I love them. To a bunch of local LGBTQ and allied performers from our own Milwaukee community. So we have come a very, very long way. When did you move to the Summerfest grounds? Oh, boy. Now you're going to test my trivia here. Um, I believe that we are celebrating our 20th year 
on the Summerfest grounds at this point. We are actually the only Pride Fest that has such a dedicated space like that where we have a secured location so that you can feel safe coming down and celebrating who you are and supporting your friends and family. And we're really lucky that the city of Milwaukee supports us so much to allow us to be there. And that's what I was going to ask you is how does this this celebration of Pride Fest differ from a lot of the other cities around the country? Sure. So a lot of the different Pride festivals and different celebrations are street festivals, are celebrations in different community um, neighborhoods, and certainly that's also true here in Milwaukee. It's it's not just on the grounds where there are events that take place all weekend, but the big Pride Fest in the area, Minneapolis, Chicago, different celebrations like that, they take place on the streets where we have this really great opportunity to have everybody in one place. I would think that must help you to attract some really big name acts. Oh, we're so excited this year. Our lineup is probably the best in my um, <clears throat> 22 years of attending Pride <laughs> Fest. Luckily, radio, you can't see how old I actually am here. Um, You're looking pretty good, <laughs> So we are so excited because we are kicking off our fourth day of Pride Fest this year. On Thursday night, we're welcoming DJs Cash Cash to start the celebration a day early. So this is a, this is a big one for us and a new thing. Shows how much we've grown over these past 30 plus years. I was going to say, because some of the festivals are shrinking in the number of days, but you're expanding. We're expanding. And obviously it's a leap of faith that folks want to see more and more, but we hear from our attendees and from the community that they're supportive of all of this. And so we're so excited to kick off on Thursday. Do you find a lot of people from other parts of the country will come to Milwaukee for Pride Fest? Well, I do have friends that come from New York, so that they make that their annual summer trip. I mean, we really are the festival that kicks off summer and the summer of festivals here in Milwaukee. And we're so proud of that and so excited that we can kick off what makes this city so great in the summer. Well, and and again, you know it's summer because the first festival of the year, Pride Fest, is taking place at the Summerfest grounds. But what are some of the other reasons Pride Fest is important to the community? Pride Fest is so important to us because you can come to Pride Fest, and regardless of whether you are part of the LGBTQ plus community, your ally of the community, your a friend, family, neighbor, there is something for everyone there, and you can be who you are and feel safe doing that at Pride Fest. You know, I've been involved now with the production of the festival for four years, and sometimes I just stand backstage on one of our different variety of stages, and I look out into the crowd, and it's it's tear jerking in some ways that you see so many people feeling that they can live proud and be who they are and celebrate their identity. And that's something that you couldn't do 15, 20, certainly not those 30 years ago. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you is attitudes have changed so much, not just in the last five or or 10 years, but going back 31 years ago when Pride Fest first began in that small park here in Milwaukee, just the whole attitude, acceptance, Um, and also the ability for people to feel comfortable being who they are. Well, it's it's always interesting to watch how a movement and society evolve, but we really have come a long way, you know, out of the closets and into the streets in so many ways. And everybody has a gay or lesbian friend or neighbor or colleague Or or relative, child, mother, father. And it's really 
heartening for me to see over the years, too, how we used to have a lot of protesters outside of our front gates. Free speech, you know, come on down, that's fine. But that has lessened because being gay isn't scary. And, you know, the world-ending predictions didn't happen when same-sex marriage passed and when civil unions and all of the strides that we've taken. Now, that being said, there's still a long way to go. We're still fighting for transgender rights. We're still fighting bullying in our schools. We're still fighting for an equal society, but Pride Fest is one of those ways that we can showcase that the LGBTQ community is just like you and me. We're here with Jorna Taylor. She's on the board of Milwaukee Pride, and if you're just tuning in and you want to catch up on the conversation you missed, go to kticountry.com, click on the Features tab, and you'll find this in Past Country Connection interviews. Okay, it is the first festival of the summer and as soon as we open those summer fest grounds you know we're thinking entertainment food and just fun what's going on this year oh so much i mean you've you've named my favorite things entertainment food fun so we're kicking off on thursday night with dj's cash cash for our first four days of pride fest on friday we have headliner dea grammy award winning artist dea uh your listeners may know her from that um chain smokers collaboration song we also have local milwaukee artists gold and reina headlining that night On Saturday, if you're familiar with the TV show Empire, Jussie Smollett, who is one of the stars of that show, is headlining our festival. And then on Sunday, everybody has to admit that they've at least once yelled, tin roof rusted. Well, you can come on down and you can join us for the B-52s on Sunday night. I love it because they are they are a party band. I mean, 40 years of partying in the making. Well, we do like to brag that we host the Wisconsin's largest dance floor in our dance pavilion. Some of you might know it as the Johnson World Control Stage, that covered pavilion when you first walk in. And that is always a party full of top-notch um, drag talent and different shows and DJs from around the country and all sorts of wonderful things happening there. Now, every, every festival seems to have its signature food is there anything in particular that you enjoy that we know when we get to the pride fest we're going to be able to enjoy Mm. I think the variety perhaps we always have a great variety of things from healthy options too you know sometimes you go to these festivals or street fairs or state fair and you think I'm going to eat all the cream puffs and the fried things we actually do have some healthy options for those of you who don't just want to binge on corn dogs (laughs) but there's plenty there and now This year, I know you're sponsoring the first annual Ride with Pride in in conjunction with Pride Fest. Tell us a little bit about that. So on Saturday, we have, I believe at last glance, there were over 500 RSVPs just on our Facebook event alone to Ride with Pride, where it will start down at the Harley-Davidson Museum and ride up the lakefront and end down at the Pride Fest grounds to help kick off our Saturday. And that will be something to not be missed from the Pride flags that will be flying as we go up and down uh, Lincoln Memorial there and back down to the grounds. We're really, really appreciative of the broad base of support that we get from different parts of the community. Now, what's the Plus One campaign? We are so grateful to folks that come out and support Pride Fest. And while we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, 
every year we also give patrons an opportunity to add a dollar or whatever you want, it can be more, to their ticket when they purchase it to go to our plus one beneficiary. And this year it is a fantastic organization that is near and dear to my heart called Diverse and Resilient. And their work is essential to keeping Milwaukee's LGBTQ+, plus, um, with an emphasis on youth community, healthy, safe, through all sorts of educational programs and um, sexual health awareness and testing and things. So again, you want to make sure that you support them when you come. Now, for people who don't know, when exactly is Pride Fest? Ah, well, we hope that you will join us June 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th down at the Summerfest grounds. We open, doors will be at 5 p.m. on Thursday, uh, 2.30 on Friday to kick off our opening ceremonies at 3 p.m. And then we are open until midnight every day and open the gates at noon on Saturday and Sunday. And if you want information about Pride Fest Center directly to your phone, text the keyword connection to 414 799 94, 94. What's your favorite part of the weekend, Jorna? My favorite part is the people. I really love seeing everybody feel so comfortable and having that great time and the hugging and the laughing and the smiles and just being who they are and feeling free. It's really, it is the most um, heart-filling thing that I do in my life. And I know you said we've come a long way in 31 years, but what would you say to somebody who's never attended Pride Fest um, maybe because, you know, they're, they're, they're afraid, they're straight, and they're, they're afraid they might be considered to be gay or, 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 or something, you know, just a judgmental thing. What would you say to them? About coming and joining in on the, on the festivities. I would say there's no time like the present to come on down. There is something for everyone. Bring your kids. We have a children and families area where there's been face painting and little mini carnivals. We have all sorts of great shops to look through and vendors. We have the food. We have great entertainment. And we have a lot of resources for folks who might be questioning their support for the community in our health and wellness area and organizations that can help you Resolve those sorts of conflicted feelings, because we understand. And I know you also have the History Pavilion. We have a History Pavilion, which shows us how far we've come. We have a spoken word stage, the Stonewall stage. We have all sorts of things where you can learn more about how the LGBTQ community has evolved, not only in Milwaukee and in Wisconsin, but nationally. Jorna Taylor from Pride Milwaukee, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having us. We hope to see you June 7th through 10th. And we're going to have links at kticountry.com. All you have to do is click on the Features tab, look for Connections, and share this interview with family and friends. And for Country Connection, I'm Libby Collins.